Hello again, Timberwolves fans. It is Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 22. Today is Sunday, March 8th, 2009. And I'd like to wish my brother a happy 31st birthday, being it is March 8th. And uh, traditionally, here in Minnesota on March 8th, we have a snowstorm. Well, we were supposed to have one, and it hasn't come yet. So my brother used to get a lot of uh, snow days on his birthday back in the day when we went to, you know, school and stuff. Yeah, that was about 900 years ago, but you get the idea. Well, Timberwolves Explosion is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. And once again, I thank each and every one of you for downloading and listening to this massively increasing show. As uh, I've been hearing some good news about the... Uh, about the downloads or hits or whatever you want to call it. Uh, thank you, all of you, very, very much for joining in this show. I'm really happy to have you on board. And please do tell a friend about this show. Let's get some more Timberwolves fans on there. And also, please tell a friend if you haven't, and, and if you we'd like you to sign up as well, on the sportsf.com message boards. On the front page, there's a button that says TSS Boards in the upper right-hand corner. Simply click on that. And you'll be prompted to sign up. Please do. It is 100% free and 100% fun. That is how you can interact with us podcasters and 300-plus members on thesportstuff.com. You can get on the boards. You can vote on our polls. Um, just a lot to do. Pretty much, You can talk about pretty much anything from basketball to politics, basketball, hockey, whatever. You know, It is available to everybody, even video games. So... We would love to have you on board, and please tell a friend as well. We need more Timberwolves fans on those boards, by the way. Come on now, sign up. I know you're out there listening. Sign up, please. All righty. Timberwolves Press also. Timberwolves Press, a fantastic website. I'm very happy to be a part of that as well. Thank you always, Alec, Joe, and now Aaron Walker. Great to have you all on board with this show, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of your site. As there is just so much covered on Timberwolves Press, it's not even funny. Anything from current games to comic strips. I mean, there's a really cool picture of Lost, meaning, (laughs) oh, basically everybody's screwed on the Timberwolves right now. And uh, I agree. They are lost right now, unfortunately. But they won't be lost forever. It's just for the time being, unfortunately. So everything from that to the draft. So you got Alec, Joe, and Aaron all good guys, all very knowledgeable about the Timberwolves. And, hey, don't forget about me, right? No, you haven't forgot about me because you're listening right now. So today we're going to talk about a couple of uh, – we're going to talk about four pretty cruddy games other than the one last night, which was fairly entertaining. But the Wolves 0-4 again as we are on a swan dive. And also the good news that Kevin McHale will not be returning to the front office. Kevin McHale will not return – to the front office for the Minnesota Timberwolves. He is either the coach or he is elsewhere. He is fishing. So (laughs) that is the deal according to the source of sources, Glenn Taylor. So with no further ado, as I've had a long intro here, we're going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. Here on thesportstuff.com, get on board the Viking ship with Purple Mafia. We will talk about the new Purple People Eaters and the best running back in the NFL, Adrian Peterson. This team is ready to make a move forward. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com along with iTunes and Mediafly. Simply download and listen to the most honest and passionate Vikings coverage. 
Welcome back to Timberwolves Explosion. This is episode number 22, a reminder for iPod users. Do check out Purple Mafia, Minnesota Vikings podcast. Doing fantastic. It is the big show, basically, of my three on Paladino Live Productions, the combination of three shows. Um, yeah, just doing great. Thank you always. So do check it out if you haven't yet. All right. The Timberwolves play the Houston Rockets on March 1st. So welcome to March, listeners. This is the very first March episode of Timberwolves Explosion. Yeah, they played the Houston Rockets on March 1st, and the Timberwolves never beat the Rockets right now. Not with Ron Artest, Yao Ming, and, and Aaron Brooks. Heck yeah, Aaron Brooks, who had a humongous game, by the way, on this particular night. Rockets win 105-94. to Houston came out of the gate looking good, scoring 29 points in the first quarter. The Wolves came back, though, scoring 30 in the second, making it a one-point game at the half. And uh, we're all very excited, thinking the Wolves are going to win, right? No, they're not going to win. Houston Rockets outscore the Wolves 29-16 to in the third. And the fourth quarter was pretty much just a seesaw. Timberwolves actually outscore the Rockets a little teeny bit to save face. Oh, goody. And once again, folks, Sheldon Williams did not play. And I know um, Alec out there, <laughs> I know you're not a big fan of his, his game, his game that is. You know, I know you're not a big fan of his game. Um, I know he's not spectacular, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he would, <laughs> he's got to be better than Jason Collins at least, right? And he does prove that in a few games. So we'll get back to that. It's a little tease. Um, speaking of point guards, or well, now we're going to switch to point guards. You're speaking of Aaron Brooks, who shot 8 of 17 from the floor. Had a double-double, 22-point, 10 assists, 2-steal, 4-rebound game. It's Aaron Brooks having to replace uh, the traded Rafer Alston at point guard. Uh, Kyle Lowry, not a starter, but, man, I really like this guy. And I always talk about how much I like him. He's a nice backup point guard. I'd actually prefer to have him over Telfair. He's a better shooter than Telfair, right? As uh, Kyle Lowry, 5 of 10 from the floor, 3 assists in this game. Um, Lowry's field goal percentage is 52% with the Rockets. It's about 43 overall for the season. Sebastian Telfer's is about 36, so what more can I say, right? Kyle Lowry's defense is better too. So, yeah, I would rather have Kyle Lowry if it were me, but things didn't go that direction when that Kevin Love trade back in June, the wonderful month of June. Randy Foy had a pretty good game, shot the ball a decent amount, Four of five from three-point range, but uh, the Wolves are already down by a lot anyway, so it wasn't exactly a spectacular deal. I'll also add that Sebastian Telfair out in this game with a groin injury, unable to play on this particular game. So guess what? Kevin Ollie started. Terrific. Two of four, four points, three assists in 17 minutes. Not horrible, but the guy just doesn't do all that much. He's he's more of a coach at this point than a player. He just is. He's too old, and he's damaged goods now, unfortunately, for his sake. Um, Jason Collins, 17 minutes, very similar numbers, 4.2 rebound game. Just, just didn't get assists, and he also had four fouls having to deal with Yao Ming, the Great Wall of China. Ooh, that was creative, wasn't it? Who had six blocks again. He had six blocks again. The last time the Wolves played him, same deal. And, and uh, Al Jefferson played against Yao Ming. This was the uh, the game before the injury. I remember about a month ago, unfortunately. Yep, Yao Ming giving Al trouble. Yao Ming, Yao Ming by the way, you, you talk about efficient. He was only 5 of 7 from the floor. Only shot the ball 7 times. Still managed to get 17 points, 11 rebounds. Mm-hmm. And 6 blocks. That ain't bad. 
though I will add five turnovers of Houston's only 11. This is a pretty smoothly played game, as the Wolves only had 12 assists as well. Not bad. The bench, in terms of the bench for the Timberwolves, now Mike Miller didn't start, by the way, as it seems like the Wolves are immune to putting Foy back at point guard. They wanted Ollie at starting point guard and Foy at shooting guard. Mike Miller came off the bench. Eh, he filled the stats okay. Only shot the ball five times. Three of five overall. One three-pointer attempted and one made. Seven points, five assists, six rebounds, and five turnovers. So Mike Miller still a little out of control out there. He's trying to do too much when it comes to making plays for other people. Mike, you're not Scotty Pippen. Just thought I'd run that by you. Your defense isn't anywhere near his either. So, <laughs> okay. Anyhow, it was a pretty good, pretty productive night for the bench, though. As Craig Smith, 20 points, 6 rebounds, 9 of 11 shooting. And once again, this was not an inside job, unlike maybe the other one. Um, not too bad, Craig. Not too bad at all. Rodney Carney, 5 of 10. Overall, 2 of 5 from 3-point range and 10 points, 5 rebounds, 2 steals. Says, Rodney Carney, hey, you know, I'm a fan of his. He is a factor for this team. And uh, it, 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 it's just nice to see him getting some minutes. You know, when, when he plays, good things happen. They just do. He creates turnovers, hits a couple threes, and uh, he, he's just fantastic on the breakaway. Bobby Brown did not shoot well, only 2 of 9, but hey. He did get four assists in the game and five points. Not the worst. Cardinal with his usual five (laughs) personal fouls in 18 minutes. Oh, goody. To go along with four rebounds. So this game, though, not exciting for the Wolves. Kevin Love, not his night either. He got blocked four times by Yao Ming, though he also threw in three blocks. So that's cool. Kevin Love threw in three blocks, but only played 22 minutes, four of 12 shooting, nine points and only was able to pick up three rebounds. This was just not the Wolves' night at all. The leading rebounders in this game, Mike Miller and Craig Smith, with six apiece. Yuck. I think I think the Wolves lost in that stat pretty bad. Actually, not quite, but it just doesn't matter. The Wolves got their butts kicked pretty much in that game. Even worse than the score would indicate. Now, you talk about the score <laughs> indicating ineptitude on March 3rd. Timberwolves lose 118-94 to to the Golden State Warriors. And this was one of the most disgusting games that I've seen in a long time. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to digress a teeny bit real quick. Because the Golden State Warriors and the Timberwolves, this has been a historic disaster for the Minnesota Timberwolves, despite how good or bad either team is. Because back in the day... I believe this is circa six, seven years ago when I was a season ticket holder for the Timberwolves. The go- the Wolves were a classic, you know, 50-win team, right, with, you know, the Kevin Garnett. Um, I think Seeley was still around back then. This is, yeah, this is a while ago. Larry Hughes was a member of the Warriors back then. He got tons of steals. Um, but the Warriors were like a 20-some win team, maybe 20-19 type of win team, right? Kind of like they're going to be again this year. And, yeah, as I said, the Wolves are a 50-win playoff type of team. Well, the Wolves had a 20-point lead in the third quarter in that game. Folks, the Timberwolves lost that game by 30. There was a 50-point turnaround in the ha- in the second half by the Golden State Warriors in that game. That was one of the most unforgettable things 
I will ever see in the history of basketball. I was so sickened by it <laughs> that I just I couldn't even believe it. The only reason I stuck around was because my ride at the time, because I didn't you know I didn't want to pay for parking <laughs> if, if 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 I don't have to. Uh, um, my ride, you know, I had to wait for my ride. This game reminded me of that. It just it just brought back a horrible flashback. Folks, the Wolves got outscored 36 to 18 in the first quarter and then 30 to 19 in the second. Mhm. The Wolves with 35 in the third quarter. Ooh, here they come. Nah, not really. <laughs> it didn't matter. This game was just so bad and 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 it really it just really hurt watching this. I remember Joe Weiss made a comment about he had a dream that uh, I believe was it Stephen Jackson scored was it 60 points or 61 points or something? Yeah, he might as well have. No, <laughs> he had 23 points in this game. Not bad to go with six assists, seven rebounds. Not bad by Stephen Jackson in only 29 minutes. By the way, yeah, he was the player of the game for the Warriors. Kevin Love with a double double, 18 point, 14 rebound performance, but. Mm. You know, it, it it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And Foy's jump shot, sucky again. Randy Foy had a Rashad McCants type of line here, folks. Just look at it if you're following me on Yahoo or whatever. <laughs> One of ten from three-point range. One of ten. Okay, I'm ready. I'm going to say it. Randy, take a hint. Take a hint. Don't shoot ten three pointers if you if, if you're if you're not if the shot ain't ain't falling. Why are you shooting ten three pointers? Take a hint, Randy. That ticked me off. Ryan Gomes solid in the game with sixteen points, but only six of thirteen overall. Bobby Brown shot thirteen, shot the ball thirteen times and made five. This is just terrible. Even Carney was one of five, and they were all three point attempts. The Timberwolves, folks, shot 36% to the Warriors, 46. Ick, ick. And the Wolves attempted 25 three-pointers in this game, 6 of 25. Good for a whopping, scorching 24%. Need I say more, folks? This game sucked so hard. (laughs) Okay, I'll drop it there before I get too uh, vulgar. I I almost kind of went too far there. Uh, This game just... I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is just a bad, you know, it brought back too many bad memories for me. And uh, I got to get off this game quickly. You, you, you get the idea, basically, what happened. Let's go to the Laker game Friday night. Uh, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, virtually the whole game, was just, it, it was like he was at a playground with his buddies. And it was his buddies just kind of, you know, kicking the, uh, you know, the, uh, like, say, they're seniors in high school or something like that, and, or maybe they're 10th graders or whatever, and they're playing against the 6th graders, oh, what the heck, you know, and they're all just having a party, chuckling, basically, <laughs> you know, that was Kobe Bryant's face the entire game, just, he was smiling and laughing with his teammates the whole game, um, first and foremost, Kevin Love in another playing against another California team. This was where he was. You know, I mean, this time they were in California. Kevin Love with the exact same numbers, basically. 18-point, 14-rebound game. Gomes with another 20-point game. Telfair, by the way, returns from that groin injury. And Foy is out. As Foy injured his back. 
in the previous game. That was fun. No Randy Foy against the Lakers. You knew we were really dead, not that we weren't already. Um, again, another game that wasn't really worth <laughs> – it really wasn't – there was no hope that the Timberwolves are going to win this game. The Lakers led from tip-off. Again, the score, 110 to 90. Funny how they kept within 20 points most of the way, but it was, this game was a joke, man. It, it really was. Kobe Bryant only had to play 28 minutes, and he almost should have just played the eight. You know, and the Lakers probably would have won this one the way it was just, it was too easy. And like I said, Kobe Bryant and, uh, uh, Mubenga from the Congo, that guy, had, had five blocks. That was just embarrassing. The big ogre, DJ Mbenga, if I'm saying his name right. <laughs> oh, boy. That was tough to watch, man. Tough to watch role players pretty much make us look like look like sixth graders out there. By the way, Mike Miller had zero points. Jason Collins, zero points. Mm-hmm. Mike Miller played 33 minutes. Jason Collins, 18 and a half. But, finally, and I know all of you are just going to say whatever, Sheldon Williams played 18 minutes, and he actually got the ball. Sheldon Williams is a good rebounder. He was really getting, he was really hitting the boards and got 11 rebounds. That was really nice to see. You know, he kind of reminded me of how Kevin Love rebounds. He actually was pretty good, and uh, they were able to find him for a couple of, uh, uh, a dunks down low, Mike Miller and others, Kevin Ollie, hit Sheldon Williams for a lot of dunks. He's actually, I like his tenacity inside. He had 14 points in 18 minutes. 14 points, 11 rebounds. I like their production. It's just, unfortunately, Mbenga had five blocks in this freaking game. And <laughs> the Lakers as a whole had 14 block shots. Benga with five, as I said, about 100 times. Powell with three, Odom with three, and Gasol with two. 14 blocks. That was stupid. <laughs> that was stupid, man. Very tough to watch. Uh, Kevin Love was 5 of 17 from the floor overall. This was just the Wolves shot even worse than the Golden State game. 33%. 33% for the Wolves. Not good. Not good at all. Um I'm not going to say this team is unwatchable. I mean, yeah, they are, but I'm so big a fan, and yeah, i got to do this show, too. That would kind of help, right, to watch the game. But, uh, yeah, they're about as close to unwatchable as there could possibly be right now, the way things are going. It's not going well at all for this club. No. Bobby Brown, another 2 of 9. Rodney Carney, 3 of 11. It's just it's just sickening to watch. It it really was. And um, the only thing though, it was fun watching Sheldon Williams. And I know all of you just are saying whatever, but I like Sheldon Williams more than some of the other people. And I like to give players like Sheldon Williams a shot because what better do we have to do? What would you rather see, Brian Cardinal or Sheldon Williams? I mean, come on, or Mark Madsen or Sheldon Williams? That's that's not a tough answer as far as I'm concerned. What if we get lucky? You know, what if we even get a little bit lucky and he turns out to be an okay role player, you know? Turns out to be a decent role player. I, I think he could. I think he could when you're able to get pick up a double-double in, in uh, 18 minutes. So obviously, something's there. Something ha is there, ever so slightly. No matter how much you want to say that it was garbage time, sure it was. But he still did it. Brian Cardinal is going to play garbage time, and he'll never do that. Okay? 
So I just thought I'd run that by some of you out there. The numbers aren't there for Jason Collins either. Just play somebody who might give you some millimeter of hope, just a little teeny bit. It's it's worth it. So I'm going to drop that now, as I've probably talked a little too much about Sheldon Williams, <laughs> for some of you to uh, be able to stomach your lunch or dinner or whatever you might be eating right now. And we're going to talk about the most entertaining game by far. This was last night, Saturday, the 7th of March, the Ides of March. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't even remember what day that is. But uh, what a good game. What a good game, especially considering the Wolves played the Lakers the night before in L.A. They go, they travel north to Portland, Oregon. Not Oregon, Portland, Oregon. That's how it's properly pronounced, according to people I've met in the day from there. Um, Randy Foy returns, comes off the bench, 6-14, but he made all 10 of his free throws, good for 23 points. So that's cool. I'll, I'll take it. That's cool. Kevin Ollie back to the bench. And does nothing. He got one rebound in nine minutes. Does virtually nothing. Played okay defense, but that's about it. Bobby Brown played seven and a half minutes, got a steal and a turnover. So that pretty much is a wash right there. Sheldon Williams, five and a half minutes. He did nothing. He blocked a shot, but he also got his shot blocked and had a personal foul. So, I don't know. I I would have liked to see Williams play a teeny bit more than that, considering... Jason Collins played 24 minutes. I mean, can't you eat up maybe about maybe the four of the 20 for uh, Sheldon Williams? He's better than Jason Collins, and I'm going to keep saying that. He is. Jason Collins played 24 minutes and did nothing, basically. He got seven rebounds. I yeah, That's nice. He wasn't the worst player of all time, but he didn't even score a single basket. So, okay, that's great. But I am going to make a nice. I'm going to make a compliment here on the Wolves' efficiency. They only had 11 turnovers in this game. I like that a lot. That is that is good stuff. They also shot 47 and a half percent, so basically 48 when you round it up from the floor as a whole, and 36 percent from three-point range and 94 percent from the line. They made 16 of 17 free throws. So the Wolves very very efficient in this game, and they held. The Portland Jail Gangsters, which they used to be, to only 95 points on or in the Rose Garden. So this was the most entertaining game by the Wolves since probably the Miami Heat game about two weeks ago, which was their last victory. But they still lose their ninth game in a row as Portland clutched down the stretch. Brandon Roy, very clutch like always, had 31 points in the game. That's too bad, but that's how it goes. LaMarcus Aldridge with a double-double, 15-11. and 11. Travis Outlaw almost got a double-double, and he also threw in three blocks and two steals. The guy's kind of their version of Josh Smith, 14.9 rebound performance. Um, their point guard situation in Portland, though, I mean, they're going to have to address that sooner or later. Is Jared Bayless going to be a starter at some point, or what's going on? Only seven minutes for Jared Bayless this late in the season? Hmm. Stephen Blake is a mediocre player at best as uh Gavin of Clipper Talk would say. I mean, Stephen Blake is not that good. Do check out Clipper Talk, by the way, TSS, the sportsstuff.com and iTunes. He's a great guy from London of the U.K. But, um, yeah, Stephen Blake is one of the weaker starting point guards in the league. So uh, you got Bayless for a reason, I hope. Rodriguez, he, he only got to play five and a half minutes. But enough of the Portland Trailblazers. This is the Wolves show. <laughs> 
enough of Portland Trailblazers analogy other than uh, Brandon Roy just killed the Wolves again. He is a Timberwolf killer every time the Wolves play Portland. They 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 lose. We've lost basically every game consecutive against Portland, and Brandon Roy always clutched down the stretch. It pisses me off, and I know it pisses the Wolves off and a lot of you fans out there as well. And uh, before I leave this game, Ryan Gomes had a had one of his best games as a Timberwolf, if not his best game, with 28 points, 12 of 19 from the floor. Just a huge game. Very nice to see Ryan Gomes playing as well as he has. He has stepped up great. Kevin Love, not his night. Five, he got into foul trouble big time. Five personal fouls, six points, seven rebounds. Thankfully, only one turnover, though, as the Wolves fairly efficient in this game as a whole. So I'm going to end the game reviews at this point in time, and then we're going to talk about Kevin McHale, oh goody, and the whole Kevin McHale, Glenn Taylor situation right after this following announcement. Here on thesportstuff.com, we're toughing up on Brave the Wild with Paladino. Join me, Paladino, as we brave the Minnesota Wild Hockey Club on our way to the playoffs. We're available on thesportstuff.com and iTunes. The boogeyman, Derek Bugard, says you'd better listen or he just might drop the gloves. Call up your courage and brave the wild with your buddy, Paladino Joey. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 22. A reminder... For iPod users, check out Brave the Wild as the Minnesota Wild podcast on the sportstuff.com and iTunes. Alrighty, well, there's some differing opinions on what the Wolves should do in terms of uh, McHale as coach, but there probably isn't a single soul on this planet that thinks Kevin McHale should return as vice president of basketball operations. Probably not even Kevin McHale. And thankfully, Glenn Taylor has joined that opinion. As Glenn Taylor... When asked by Jerry Zagoda, excuse me, uh, will Kevin McHale be returning to vice president of basketball operations at all, ever? Glenn Taylor said, no, that is not going to happen. And that is good news for all of us. The only problem is, a lot of it, it is, I mean, to this point, too little, too late. Now, I know, Alec, that you love Kevin Love, (laughs) and I understand why. He is a, you know... He is he, he has the right attitude on bat, you know in, in the he's, he's just he's, he's great in the locker room he wants to learn and uh, he is a very competitive guy I mean you know this guy cares about the Timberwolves and of course he admires Kevin McHale and all that good stuff and I really appreciate that about Kevin Love and I also agree with Alec as we had a discussion a, a few nights ago that I'm sure that Kevin Love's defense will improve as he does throw in uh, some block shots here and there too. So that's always encouraging as Al Jefferson did that last year. He was throwing in uh, shot blocks and then all of a sudden his defense got significantly better this year. He's, he's no Kevin Garnett, but he's significantly better. And uh, I think Kevin Love with proper coaching will improve defensively. And uh, he also needs to improve, you know, <laughs> with the ball in traffic. Like when he gets an offensive rebound, there's no guarantee he's going to score. You know, he just seems to, I don't know. 
He, he just gets the ball knocked out of his hands. I'm sure he's going to get better at that as well. Kevin Love remains a fairly raw player, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> I went a little far in that. But with all that, despite everything I just said, despite everything I just said, you know, I wish the Timberwolves, and if I was the general manager and if somebody else is the general manager, I'm sure that O.J. Mayo would be a Timberwolf today, and I would prefer that. I would prefer that. The Timberwolves do not need depth. They need star power. They have enough depth with Gomes, Carney, and, 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 and others like that. They need star power. Plus, your best player, Al Jefferson, plays the same position as Kevin Love. Neither of them are a true center, as I'm going to say, forever. Okay? And neither of them can play small forward. And I'm going to say that forever. So, what were you thinking? That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, but no, Kevin Love, hey, you know, Kevin Love, I respect I respect Kevin Love a lot. And, uh, hey, I would love to see, I would love to see him, <laughs> no pun intended, him turn into an all-star. Hey, maybe, maybe he will. Who, who knows? But O.J. Mayo, I think he's going to be an all-star. All right, I've been digressing forever, but you get the idea that you can't, it just sucks that the damage has been done. You know, Brandon Roy, Randy Foy, we all know that. We know about the horrible draft picks. Indy Eby versus Josh Howard. Just so many mistakes that Kevin McHale has made over the season. Um, over the season, over like, you know, almost 15 years. Just too many mistakes, and it's been very frustrating. So I'm just glad that they're finally making this change. So we can finally maybe head in a different direction. And as Jim Suhan says, Bring in somebody outside of the organization. Jim Suhan does not want McHale to return as coach either. Me, personally, I'm neutral on it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was convinced that McHale was the right man for the job about a month ago. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure anymore. We're, it's just we're going to have to see. I, I'm not sure Kevin McHale has the right attitude to coach. I'm not so sure he's happy coaching. It seemed like it, but I, I don't know. And you could see it in his eyes after the uh, the loss to the LA Lakers, which was, as I said, pretty much big kids beating up on little kids. He just had this stare in his face like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Ah, you know, they, they pretty much went out there and killed us. You know, that's pretty, you know, he, he just kind of had this look like, whatever. <laughs> I'm not sure Kevin McHale is going to return regardless of what anybody wants, including Glenn Taylor. I'm not sure he's going to return. But Jim Suhan's opinion is that the man to take over the Timberwolves' head coaching job to, to not only motivate the players, of course, you know, I mean, that's one of the most overrated things in the world is motivating players. I mean, they should be motivated to play basketball. I mean, I love the game so much. I'm motivated if, if I was playing against the worst team in the league as much as I'd be playing against the Boston Celtics who I consider the best team in the league. But um, all that aside, Sam Mitchell is the kind of guy, Sam Mitchell, as I basically gave it away a little too quick there, but uh, Sam Mitchell, with the way that he took Kevin Garnett under his wing and uh, how much Kevin Garnett, to this day, admires Sam Mitchell. To this day, you know that if you bring up Sam Mitchell to him, that he will say how much he admires him and how much he meant to Mr. Garnett and the development of his career, that 
Jim Suhan believes Sam Mitchell could do the same for guys like Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and others, and um, even Randy Foy. I think that's a I, – I agree that that could be a good scenario. Flip Saunders, we know what he can do. He's a good coach who will guide you to a good regular season record. He And, and he is fantastic for point guards, by the way. As we know how Chauncey Billups improved here in Minnesota and it was good with Detroit under Flip Saunders. We know how Marbury played better here in Minnesota than anywhere else. He was more efficient overall than anywhere else he played under Flip Saunders. And he always says that Flip was the best coach he ever had. He even tried to get Phil from Minneapolis, as they say at KFAN, to the New York Knicks at one point in time. So, yes, Flip Saunders is a good point guards coach. Sam Mitchell, though, would take in another direction. Another direction that could could do something. Uh, Flip Saunders has never been coach of the year. Sam Mitchell has. Sam Mitchell has been coach of the year already. Also, as I seem to wander a little bit here, <laughs> Flip Saunders does guide you to a great regular season, but has never overachieved in the postseason. Never. He has never been able to beat a team that he wasn't supposed to beat in the postseason. So... And of course, and he's also lost to a mediocre, in my opinion, Cleveland Cavaliers club in the conference finals years ago. Detroit should have won that series, hands down. Cleveland should not have gone to the NBA finals that year. That was a joke. So that's the thing with Flip. He's, you know, he's kind of a Denny Green. Good regular season and weak in the postseason. I would like to see Sam Mitchell in the postseason with the Timberwolves. Um, not sure if he's my overall pick. I'd have to really do some research and, and see who really would be a good pick to replace Kevin McHale long-term and be the Wolves coach long-term. But uh, not a bad idea by Jim Suhan. So with that, I think I'm going to call it a show here. That's pretty much – I've pretty much given you my opinions enough. Uh, I, I just didn't have any ideas to have a, a, uh, a poll today. I probably could have come up with something, but – I'll come up with something better in a week or so. I'm, I'd rather focus on the draft than who could be the Wolves coach or something like that, or is Mikhail this or whatever, Sheldon Williams that. So we'll, we'll come up with something better in the coming weeks here. So with that, I'm going to conclude this today's show. I always thank each and every one of you for listening. Do, again, tell a friend. Email me at paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. That is how you can reach me. And uh, give me any type of suggestion, any type of comment, and it would help me very much. It'd be terrific to hear from you. Alrighty, so with that, we're going to call it a day, and we'll talk to you again next week. Take care. <laughs>